0: No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is America's Truckin' Network with Steve Summers. Right back at it on a Friday. Mentioned uh, the heat's coming back. Cooling off along the eastern seaboard for your Friday. And you've been in a full fledged heat wave. I guess what? Central Park, there in New York City, 90 or above. Uh, five straight days. Uh, and if they did hit 90 this past year, they'd have been sick. I think the forecast was for a high of 90. Haven't had a chance to double check. But things cooling off a bit. Uh, for Friday, but it's going to be rather short lived after a brief break from daily highs above ninety to end the week uh, the heat ramping back up uh, from much of the midwest as we head into the weekend uh this next round of heat and humidity uh, continues to expand uh, even farther uh, in scope to round out the weekend. I was looking at some of the uh, the weather watches, advisories, and all that. And looking at the map, I, areas of, like, eastern North Dakota uh, and the bordering western portions of Minnesota. I'm seeing all these, you know, there's some dark red colors. It sounds like a flood watches or things. No, it's actually excessive heat watches. And uh, we've got heat advisories through much of South Dakota, southern Minnesota, northwestern Iowa, uh, north-central Nebraska, as that heat really begins to build in as we head into the weekend. Uh, Now, areas we're talking all the way up uh, from Grand Forks to Fargo, North Dakota, it's called an excessive heat watch. How often do we see excessive heat issues that far to the north? Just how warm are we talking? Well, from the Weather Service Office in Grand Forks, North Dakota, excessive heat watch remains in effect from Friday afternoon through Friday evening. Dangerously hot conditions, heat indices up to 105 degrees. What it feels like. Uh, Portions of northwest and west central Minnesota, northeast and southeastern North Dakota, Extreme heat and humidity will significantly increase the potential for heat-related illnesses, particularly for those working or participating in outdoor activities. Can you imagine being, uh, say, uh, a roofer? Yeah, working on a hot roof. Yeah, how about the guys out there working on the roadways, laying hot asphalt on a day like today? Wow. Wow. That's a hot one. Uh, So use caution when you're going to be outdoors. And all that heat, that's what's, again, going to be expanding through the Midwest as we head on into and through the upcoming weekend. A couple of other from the email bag in regard we're talking about the truck parking. And uh, let's see. Most truck stops like petrol. If you buy 50 gallons of fuel or, or spend X amount of dollars, yeah, They'll let you stay for 24 hours. You know, I said, even the chrome shop in Wildwood, Florida, started charging to park there because they got tired of the locals uh, using their lot to park their trucks uh, while they were, like, home for the weekend or whatever, so yeah, pay in to park even there. Now I said, one problem I see is day cab drivers taking up spots that over-the-road drivers need. But then again, you run into a city with no truck parking, and these drivers can't park at home, so the overflow ends up in the truck stop. Same with drivers that run dedicated lanes but don't have yards in that city. Uh, So they end up there as well. I guess long story short, there's just not enough spaces to go around. And supposedly, uh, in the highway bill that's being discussed right now, yeah, they're going to be looking at putting funds into more truck parking around the country. Pretty big expan- That's I hope that's true. So. Hello, Monkey Gouger.
2: Well, good morning there. How you this morning?
0: Well, it's Friday, I guess I'm all right. How about you?
2: Hey, man things things are great, but life is good, man. I had a pretty eventful day today, you know, just riding around in this hundred plus heat, styling and profiling so, man oh this, yeah, ain't going good <laughs> oh yeah but, but steve you you was talking about something earlier in the show when you first come on talk about this elo uh uh being hacked and stuff. You, you know, I mean, they they couldn't see this coming uh, before they ever implemented this, this this crazy crazy idea. I mean, I mean, th- for all, all the years they just...
0: worked on it, for all the time that went into it, you'd surely think in this day and age, with everything everything that's tied into the internet and electronics, that they would have had some sort of requirements for cybersecurity included in that before you can self-certify the darn thing.
2: Exactly, exactly. Uh that that was something we were talking about last week when we went up went up to Congressman Norman's office. I said, you know, I said people people are not uh, uh don't understand how hard this has made life for us. I said, uh it, it it's just ludicrous. I mean I said you get someplace and and you get in a parking lot and you only got an hour or two to drive and, you know, you had to get there for the appointment, and then it comes appointment time, and they call you, and you tell them, well, I can't move the truck. You're going to have to wait on your stuff. I mean, they should they should have allowed some exemptions in there for, 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 like, you know, when you get there, I mean, even though you're just going to move the truck maybe a quarter of a mile to get to the dock, Cause some of these places you, you, you sign in and there's a quarter of a mile back around there to the dock where you got to back into to unload, uh, you know, and then you're going to be off for the next, next eight or nine hours. So you still got your 10 hour break in there. Cause, you know, then we don't touch freight no more. I don't. I mean, every place we go, we just sign a ticket or get a calm check form and then we go back to bed and we sleep. But this, th- this whole thing, was ill thought of. It was nothing but a damn deal by the damn American Anti-Trucking Association to put the small people out of business. And we fooled them. We found, we found a way to work with it and we're still out here trucking. But, but, uh, until we can get some people to listen to us and listen to what's going on, there's nothing ever going to change as long as they listen to them damn idiots up there at the american trucking association i mean it's it's just it's just terrible but there's another thing I wanted to bring up tonight was is you know we was talking about the the uh social security breach that they're hitting truck drivers up now make calling them up well I got one of them phony, uh baloney phone calls this afternoon and I had some other people heard me talking the other night, and they called me, and, well, you know, what, 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 what do you do? I said, you tell them to go to hell. So th- so this lady come on there and she says, are uh, you uh, so-and-so? And I said, uh, no, I'm not. I said, well, we just want to let you know that your Social Security has been um, breached. And uh, I said, lady, I'm going to tell you something. I said, I know you're a scam artist. And I said, "I got your phone number, and I'm reporting you to the authorities right now." So I picked up the phone, called the safety man, told him what's going on. He said, "You can call that phone number back a thousand times, and nobody's gonna answer."
0: Nobody gonna pick it up. Yep.
2: Nobody'll pick it up. It's a sp- so it's, it's a
0: spoofed number.
2: Yep, that's a spoofed number. But. You know, Steve, in trucking, you never know what you're going to run into, or who you're going to run into, or who you're going to see. It tonight, I had I had a light went out on, on 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 my chicken light. and I can't be riding up down the road without no chicken lights. So I pulled in this phone shop up there and got me a light to go on, go on my chicken lights. So I could be you know looking good going down the road and. This woman, this woman was sitting there, and she was talking to me like she'd known me for a hundred years, you know, and she kept talking about this and that, and I looked at her, and I said, Do I know you? She said, Well, I hope you know me. said, I waited on you back in the 80s. I said, You're Connie. I hadn't seen her since probably about 1989. She working over at a chrome shop there in Amarillo, and me and her got there and sat there and talked for a good little while about you know, about trucking in the old days and everything. But yeah, i tell you something. She was a good-looking woman back in the 80s. But the boy, I tell you, she didn't age well. Them nights and them bars killed her. So she like she was 90, 90 years old. But that's about all my my, my stuff. And I was going to holler at you and tell you hello, man, and enjoy your weekend.
0: All right, Monkey Gouger, thanks for checking in. I have a question for you here. Are are you a fan are, are you a fan of
2: moon pies? I love my moon pies. Vanilla moon pies, yellow the banana moon pies. I keep a case of moon pies in this truck at all times.
0: Is it true? Is there such a thing as a mountain dew moon pie?
2: Well now I've never seen one.
0: Okay. I just I'm just wondering if it's real
2: or I know they got strawberry, they got banana, vanilla, and chocolate. Now that's all I've seen. Now they brought, they might be got a moon pie, but man, you can, you can go to the store there at home, they got this little country store, get you one of them moon pies and take your pocket knife and slice it in half, you know, cut it right there where that marshmallow is, just right there where that triple deck is, lay that thing open, get you a quarter slice of bologna, a oh, no. quarter slice of that, that red run cheese and slap it down on there. Whoa, what you talking about? Get you, get you one of them knee-high belly washers. Yes, sir, buddy. There ain't nothing like a moon pie. That's what Washington needs, some moon pies and Pepsi-Colas or Coca-Colas or, or something up there. And everybody sit down and have a moon pie. They'd be happy. They'd get everything settled up there.
0: Boy, I mean, I, I, moon pie in the microwave for about 15 seconds. Marshmallow swells up a little bit, but it's soft and gooey. and I don't know. What the hell are you talking about? Bologna and cheese. What?
2: Oh man, that's a southern tradition. Take that old moon pie, split it right down, right you know, split it in half and lay it over like a sandwich to get you go to one of them old country stores that got that old bologna that's in that wrapper, get you a quarter slice of that and a quarter slice of that red rung hoot cheese and slap it down on that boy and mash it together and you got you a meal, man. You be that's that that's rib sticking food there, that stay with you all day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: I just got a little sick. All right. Well, Monkey Gouger, have a good weekend. I had no idea. Now, I lived in the South for a few years. Five, to be exact. I'll be honest. I I never heard of slapping a slab of baloney on a moon pie. All right. We'll return right after this on America's Trucking Network.
3: This is the Racing Report on America's Trucking Network. <laughs>
0: Denny Hamlin passed Kevin Harvick for the lead with 13 laps to go Wednesday night and went on to win the NASCAR Cup Series race held at Kansas Speedway. Hamlin picks up his series-leading fifth win of the season, his third career win at Kansas, and the 42nd of his career. How about running down Harvick at the end? Hamlin on MRN Radio in Victory
4: Lane. He got loose there, and and, um, you know when when you get in clean air, I I think it was probably the first time he was in clean air all day. Uh, I saw him getting loose, and you know, I, I saw kind of blood in the water there, so we just uh, we ran them down, and obviously we didn't have, you know, I thought the two-car had a really, really fast car, and uh, there's a couple others, but we, we just did a great job of getting it right when it really, really mattered, and, um, you know, this is, a, this is how you win them. Brad Keselowski finished second, followed by Martin Truex Jr., Kevin Harvick and Eric Jones in the top five. The rest of the top ten Wednesday
0: night in Kansas included Eric Amarola, Cole Custer, Alex Bowman, Kurt Busch, and William Byron.
3: The Racing Report. On America's Trucking Network.
0: Tech Dennis are Reporting for ATM. All right, get right back out of here on a Friday. And lines available. It's 888-860-8785. Get set for the weekend, and uh, what's going on with Philip this morning?
4: Hey, bud, how's it going?
0: Uh, not half bad.
4: Hey, uh, Monkey Yelder's talking about baloney. Do you know what a, a Mexican hat is?
0: A uh, Mexican hat? Like sombrero? Yeah. No. All
4: right, so what you do is, with the, we feed these when I was in school, in elementary school. They take a piece of bologna and put it on a flat pan, like a baking pan, like they cook bread on. And they take uh, a spoonful of mashed potatoes on that, and then they put a slice of cheese on top of that. They cook it in the oven for just a few minutes where the bologna curls up and it looks like a sombrero. like. Really? And they call that a Mexican hat. And that's what we ate when we were in elementary school. We eat them, like, a couple times a week. Um... I just didn't know if you'd heard that or not. I'd probably blown and shoot down here in the south, man. Um, but uh, have you have you been tracking the tropics any?
0: Yeah, I'm watch, watching the... You've got Tropical Storm Hannah now, and you got uh, the got, what is it, Gonzales out there in the Atlantic? Yes.
4: Yes, it's lighting up now. Um, if anybody has a chance... Uh, I'm not trying to spook the guy or whatever, but Mike's weather page—he's got the stuff on the on the hurricanes. If you want to see anything about them, but it it's cranking up again. You can see it. That dust is off of Africa, and uh, they're starting to come off now. The waves are starting to come off of Africa, yep. so it's going. To, I think this year is going to be busy. They're talking we possibly might even go into uh, the Greek alphabet. The well, they
0: we did in I think we did in 2005. We ran out. We ran through the entire list of names and went to the Greek alphabet. Yeah.
4: Yeah. So it's going to be a pretty active year. And as far as Disney goes, we're uh, we're doing pretty good down there. I mean, it's it's slow, but uh, they're moving everybody. Everything's going all right so far. So
0: right. I
4: just wanted to check in with you guys
3: and say hi. And y'all have a good one.
0: All right, Philip. I have no idea what that when he, when he first picked up. I thought he was like in you know, somewhere where they had a tornado siren going in the background. What the? What was that? Some big piece of machinery or something? All right, uh, news update just ahead. We'll get back to your calls. It's eight 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 six zero eighty seven eighty five. I don't know what what year they were available, but uh, Fred posted a photograph like the old advertisement out of a a magazine or a, a newspaper or something for. Uh, It's a UFO detector. Yep, UFO detector. Detects strong electromagnetic force fields. Built-in alarm system. Activated 24 hours a day with no battery drain. Operates on a single flashlight cell. Front panel circuitry and battery test switch. Solid aluminum and steel construction. Comes completely wired, only seventeen ninety-five. Now this looks like something going maybe back to the fifties or something way way back. But uh, speaking of USOs, UFOs, the Pentagon's UFO unit is going to make some findings public within the next five months. They tell us. We'll give you more coming up here on ATM. Industry headlines, the service of our friends at OOIDA. Owner-operator, independent drivers association fighting for the rights of the men and women behind the wheel. Get your membership started today, but only toll free. It's 800-444-5791.
5: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. VTW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Well, we mentioned uh, 2020. Just a, a very strange year. Really just wonder what the second half of the year has in store for us. But the first truck show of the year for Owida's tour trailer starts today. You know, everything else has been canceled. Yeah, going back to the, the Mid-America Truck Show in Louisville. And then on down the line, one event after another, after another. And uh, oddly enough, this show is going to be going on. The Spirit of the American Trucker will be at the Top Gun Large Car Shootout Working Class Truck Show at the Rantoul National Aviation Center at Rantoul, Illinois. Uh, Today, Saturday, and Sunday. Now, this is near the junction of I-57 and U.S. Highway 136, about 100 miles south of Chicago. This is the 13th annual Top Gun Large Car Shootout. Uh, Organizer uh, Davida Reitz continues uh, the show that was created by her husband, Tom, who passed away in 2018, just before that year's show. Uh, her husband had been an owner-operator and actually a senior OOIDA member. So at this year's show, a parade of lights is planned for today, Friday. Saturday, uh, the Kitty pedal pool event is planned and a jake break competition. Uh, there will also be a motorcycle show there and the band Smoke and Whiskey. Scheduled to perform Saturday evening. Uh, The truck show has a wash and park class for any trucks whose owners don't want to compete, but kind of like showing off their equipment and having a good time. There are several trophy classes. Uh, Last year, Sid uh, Calangelo of Missouri won Best of Show Bobtail with his 2016 Kenworth W900. Uh, Pam Cox of Pandora, Ohio, won Best of Show Combo with her 2016 Peterbilt 389 and a 2017 Wilson Livestock Trailer. And there's some video available from last year's event. Now, they say, while well, the state of Illinois, how are we doing this with the COVID? Uh, the state of Illinois bans gatherings of more than 50 people. Organizers say the band does not apply to the show since it is completely outdoors. Uh, Even so, the rules prohibit people from congregating in groups of 50 around exhibits or vendors or any any single truck. So, John Osborne, skipper of the spirit, says uh, he's got a good supply of free face masks available. O'White is helping to distribute those masks supplied by the FMCSA and FEMA. And as always, if you see the spirit tour truck stop by say hey to john Uh, always happy to talk about what's going on with the association's activities some of the current issues out there Uh, typically he's got supplies of the latest landline magazine you could always join or renew your membership for 10 bucks off the regular price there and again the free face masks are available you can also get vouchers for flu shots shingles shots uh, pneumonia vaccines yeah, John always has that stuff on hand. Following uh, the Rantoul stop there in Illinois, uh, looks like the next stop for the Spirit will be Bloomington, Illinois. Bloomington. All right, back to the calls here. Steve, what's happening this morning?
3: Oh, good morning. You know, I heard you guys talking about the ELOG, and um, I just heard you talking about the UFO thing. I got a little story for that. Okay. The ELOG thing is. Uh, dangerous, basically, and I think it was put together by accident attorneys. Uh, especially if you look at the new insurance law, where they increased the amount of insurance.
0: Yeah, hoping hoping to jack it up to $2 million. yeah.
3: Well, they don't care if people get hurt. Uh, they force the guys to be in a hurry, and there's more guys driving tires now than ever. And uh, and they force them to be in a hurry, and they got, of course, a lot of the new wave of guys uh, – they don't train them very much, and uh, pretty much the, one of the worst things you could do is push them to be in a hurry, especially if they don't know what they're doing. I mean, you know, if you got high blood pressure or something like that, you're out of a job, but you don't know what you're doing at all, that's that's okay. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I told my friends a couple of years ago when I knew this was coming, I told them to try to be prepared and keep uh, you know, a couple months worth of canned goods and stuff like that around, so you can survive. And I expected the main disaster to be the E. Log thing, and it kind of plays in with the uh, pandemic because any problem that you have, other than the, you know, the E. Log actually uh, plays together with that and causes uh, you know doubles, triples, quadruples the problem. And uh, you know, we kind of mentioning in the. Uh, Oh, by the way, that's also why I voted for Trump. Was could like be the only one up there And and didn't give a damn about what he said. And I kind of liked it. Mm-hmm. The other thing is, uh, you know, the UFO thing is. Uh, I was just a kid, you, but I grew up in Fairborn, Ohio, and both of my parents. Uh, my mom worked for the government. My dad was in the Air Force, and they they worked for the foreign technology. And I'm not sure where I heard it, but I remember asking my mom if I have been, she saw been to she all the work she had done at home. She worked on what they call view enhancement; they had satellite photos. And, uh, I think she was one of the people that actually talked to pilots, and kind of like uh, the crying people do, you know, now where they somebody describes something when she draw it up, and you know, they weren't allowed to say very much. My mom told me that. He asked me "If going to be in the air Force what would you want to do, her, do want to fire, fighter pilot and uh, gonna, and I think I,
0: I I hate to say it Steve but his cell's kind of like I don't know if it's fading away breaking up dying or what because I was beginning to get like every second or third word but yeah his mom asked him what he'd like to do if he was in the military fighter pilot and uh, okay, talking about the whole UFO thing. Yeah, there, there's actually a, a UFO unit. The, the Pentagon has a UFO unit. It was declared non-operational three years ago, but it still exists, reportedly. Uh, they they will make some of their findings public within the next five months, according to a Senate committee report outlining spending on intelligence agencies for the coming year. Uh, Disclosed, I guess this past day, uh, they disclosed back in 2017, actually, that this unit actually existed, a task force that investigated sightings of UFOs, although the Department of Defense at that time said $22 million in funding for that group had lapsed after 2012. But the Senate report uh, directed the Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon Task Force, which is housed at the Office of National Intelligence, to submit a report within 180 days of the date of enactment of the act to the Congressional Intelligence and Armed Services Committees on unidentified aerial phenomena, also known as anomalous aerial vehicles, including observed airborne objects that have not been identified. Now, how can you order them to submit a report if they don't exist? That's why you say, well, yeah, apparently the, it's they're still up and running. The, the report also defined... Uh, the task force is a group which standardizes collection and reporting on an identified aerial phenomenon. Any links they might have to adversarial foreign governments, the threats they may pose to the U.S. military assets or U.S. military installations. Uh, they spoke to a former military intelligence official and uh, the director of the Pentagon's previous Program on unidentified aerial vehicles. He tells the Times the task force quote no longer has to hide in the shadows. They will have a new transparency. What will they What will they divulge? Make it public? Probably nothing big, right? Yeah, I mean you you had the official. Uh, the videos that had surfaced like a year and a half, two years ago, supposedly from the like the Navy archives and yeah, why it took so long. The Navy re-released them and said, yes, they are official yeah, Navy videos. They do exist. And yes, in the videos, we don't
1: know what the objects we recorded are guessing they're all going to be very fuzzy photographs and say this is what the 22 million dollars brought us
0: you know the navy videos were uh, the, the, kind of impressive that whatever the object was was very very close down there they're like, like out over the open waters of the ocean and this object it's doing an incredible rate of speed speeds that anything made by man does not have the ability to do but it made like uh, a turn not a sweeping turn, but you know, a straight line and like a right hand turn. Boom. We can't do that.
1: Nope.
0: And they don't know what can do that. So that, that was in one of the videos. What the hell's out there? All right. With that, we'll get to quick time out here. Back to your calls just ahead. Plenty of room for you on a Friday. It's 888 860 8785 on America's Truck and Network. <laughs> Yeah, all right, again, around the country, it's 888-860-8785. And we'll get back to the phones here. Pup, what's going on this morning?
5: Hey, morning, Steve. First of all, I want to tell you sorry about your loss. Thank you. And then uh, second of all, we're at a standstill up here on the Ohio Turnpike. That I guess it's about the one 119- nineteen. A uh, duck truck driver didn't get his bed down and tore overhead sign down that's laying on the road. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> hey, you know what? I've been all over this country, and I've never heard of a Southern Delight like Monkey gouger talked about.
0: Okay, so it's not just me, then?
5: No, nope, no, nope. That I
0: actually think, sounded pretty I, darn disgusting to me.
5: I think the tightwad just don't want to buy a loaf of bread. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, I got a question for you. Do you know what they're going to do over the weekend? I do not. Okay. No, sir. Nope. I don't want to put you on the spot, but you probably got a lot of influence. I'd, nah, I, 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 bet nah,
0: I have absolutely no say of any sort whatsoever. Oh, so,
5: uh, yeah. I'm going to nominate
2: Chip.
0: I've I've heard that. Alright, well yep, well puppy have a good weekend out there. Sorry about you know sorry about your backup on the turnpike at a standstill. Uh, let's see, Knucklebuster says Tell Monkey Gouger to answer the phone Sheriff's Department Fraud Division. I promise they'll hang up real quick. Now he said leave my bologna alone. Bologna, lettuce, tomato and mayo on white bread. Now that's yes I understand that knuckle buster what the hell he's talking about with a moon pie uh, I have no idea see I don't know if it's a spoof thing it's like the, the photograph on facebook it it looks legitimate the moon pies got the whole uh, mountain dew logo and all that and they're showing one with a bite taken out of it kind of a it's got the green outer I mean that that could be a real thing I don't know maybe maybe not
1: I don't know if I'm feeling that.
0: I mean Mountain Dews kind of a, isn't it kind of a southern thing? I mean, the old slogan when I was a kid was kick off your shoes and have a Mountain Dew. Are you old enough to remember those that that little marketing campaign kick off your shoes? Can't say I have, but I
1: will say I have spent many a night uh, with some friends playing video games and drinking about way too much Mountain Dew.
0: Got a lot of caffeine. Keep you going. Oh, yes. Now, Rob refers to Mountain Dew as pee water. He's not a Mountain Dew fan, not at all. All right, with that, uh, around the country, it's 888-860-8785. The COVID continues to impact uh, things around the country, and I guess they say Walt Disney is postponing the debut of their movie Mulan, and now they're they're I guess they're postponing it indefinitely, according to yesterday's announcement. That deals yet another blow to the movie theater operators who were counting on the live action epic uh, to bring in an audience which there haven't been many audiences, and even for those who, who are up and running, I think they're like, what, 50% capacity kind of thing? Uh, Mulan was scheduled to reach the theaters back in March. Uh, of course, that's been postponed several times since then, as so many theaters had been closed because of the COVID. Most recently, it was set to debut August the 21st. Disney also said, sorry to tell you, they have delayed the release of their currently scheduled Avatar and Star Wars films by another whole year. Star Wars fans are probably crying like a baby right about now. Uh Avatar 2 is now set to debut in December of 2022. And the next Star Wars movie won't be till December of 2023. It's going to be a long time before Star Wars fans have something new to catch.
1: For what it's worth, it took a long time in between Episode 3 and Episode 7. That's true. But they've been knocking about Fast and Furious ever since. That they have. I, I, I'll i be okay waiting a little bit extra.
0: Yeah, You're not a Star Wars fan, are you? Oh,
1: yes, I am. Oh, really? Okay. Oh,
0: yes, I am. I, honestly, I I haven't really been overly impressed with the last two or three you know, the, the, obviously the original series as a kid going to the theaters and seeing those, and oh. then of course we had episode one, two, and three, which were actually four, five, and six. But yeah, th- those were pretty good.
1: I agree. I mean, I I love them all because I'm a big I'm I'm a big Star Wars homer when it comes to it. I'm not going to be super critical about them, but I will agree that I I much prefer the original trilogy to the latest trilogy. Yeah.
0: Well, now they say it's become critically clear nothing can be set in stone when it comes to how movies are being released, according to a Disney representative. uh, Today, that means pushing our release plans uh, for Mulan as we kind of assess how we can effectively bring the film to audiences around the world.
1: I know the big Christopher Nolan movie, Tenet, keeps getting pushed back as well I'm a huge Christopher Nolan fan looking forward to that movie
0: what happened to the idea of releasing movies like you know, direct online kind of thing or
1: i I know that like onward which was a animated film earlier this year they released straight to digital and on to Disney plus and I thought that was going to become the trend right I mean, that's, everybody to... was kind of
0: saying that's going to be the wave of the future but I don't know. I guess there's a whole lot more money to be made at the box office, and of course you got to have your forty dollars worth of popcorn and Coca-Cola. And Rob saying, "Money, money, money! It's all about the money."
1: Money, and you know, I mean, Disney, I guess, yeah, has a little bit of that.
0: Well, they've lost a bunch in the last few months, though. <laughs> it's like everybody else. All right, uh, with that, we're up to news update time. Stick around; we'll get to our final hour just ahead. Around the country, it's eight eight eight. 860-8785-860-TRUK On a Friday morning, it is America's Trucking Network. This is News Radio 700 WLW.
2: With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just
5: about anywhere.
0: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and
2: groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time.
1: (gasps)